And uh, we're now going to talk greyhound racing. And uh, Jason Adams joins us from Sandown. How are you, Jase? Good afternoon, Nance. I'm well. And look, feeling the buzz of what's one of the biggest weeks in greyhound racing throughout the whole year, of course, up in Sydney. Golden Easter Egg Carnival, well and truly in full swing with the final ahead of us this Saturday night. And also here locally in Victoria, we look forward to the launching pad this Thursday. OK, well, let's talk about the uh, semi-finals of the Golden Easter Egg um, last week. And, of course, we've got the final coming up this week at Wentworth Park. Yeah, four semi-finals then last Saturday night. And, look, we'll go through the winners one by one. Black Ogden took out the first, and she won in 30-03. And, look, that time is fair, but I think we can disregard the time she put on the board because she had to work hard just like she did in her heat. And I thought it was a, a real professional effort from her and certainly not one that was surprised about given the, the calibre that she has raced against still so early on in her career. Zipping Bailey took out semi-final number two. And, look, she's a type who doesn't have a lot of early speed, but it's got one huge motor, and she got an opportunity to use that on Saturday night in her semi-final. Semi-final number three won by Federal Lily, and she's got to be one of the hottest sprinters in Australia at the moment. She's probably not the fastest, but just the way she races, she wins a lot of races. She's been perfect. She's beginning well, uh, showing a lot of speed and running quick time overall. So in doing that... Naturally, it's just a lethal combination of, of being able to reel in a stack of wins, and she does have the ability to, to race well at this sort of level, which uh, I think a lot of people would have been surprised about given uh, the level she was racing at probably six months ago. And the final semi-final was taken out by Blue Striker, and this was the fastest semi of the night. He went 29-58. and 58. Of course, he ran down Miss Glendamiro, which is some effort, but I think if you're in the backyard of Miss Glendamiro, you, you can't be disappointed with that because Blue Strike is just a, a really strong greyhound. And in terms of the final and how the box draw has shaped up, Black Opium's drawn box number one. We see Federal Lily in box number five. And look, awkward on paper for some, but she's got a stack of early speed. I don't think it's going to be a terrible draw for her. She's at $3, Federal Lily. Black Opium, $3.50. And I think that's it's not a bad price. So I think she's about a $3 chance. I do have her on top. To win the race, and outside of them, Miss Blender Miro, I think, is drawn very average in box number eight with speed on her inside. She's at five dollars, then Black Forge, eight dollars, and also Blue Striker at eight dollars. So, good final ahead of us, Nas. Of course, it is one of the big ones throughout the year. $250,000 to go to the winner, and one by some very smart types in the past, of course, up here with Jill last year and Strike a Life before that. So, it takes a, a pretty smart greyhound to take out a big race like this, like the Golden Easter Egg. What's your tip? Uh, I think Black Opium. I just think he's obviously been a runner-up in the Melbourne Cup and an Australian Cup as well. And speaking with Shona Thompson throughout that period, she's said that this girl's got full of class. She does have a big race in her. And look, the way she's raced against this sort of opposition in the past, she's true. She's drawn box number one, which I think is uh, certainly a good draw for her. Definitely. Also, uh, Association Cup this final this Saturday night as well at Wentworth Park. Yeah, first day is, of course, a Group 1 event, and we saw two heats run last Saturday night. And, look, this race might be the, the biggest talking point on Saturday night, although there is a golden Easter egg on the card. Two heats last Saturday, as I mentioned. Heat number two, I'll start with, taken out by Dinah Chancer, and he was tough as nails. He had to work hard early. He pushed through a couple of gaps, and, look, challenged late, but he responded. And I think it's a quality that's it's not rare that we've seen it from him, and it's certainly a, a very good one to have in your armoury. Now, heat number one. Now, the stage was set before this. Of course, Tornado Tears stepped out. He won heat one. He went 41-38. Broke the track record by two lengths, which was previously held by Exile Allen. And the way he got out of the box, I started to giggle to myself just like a, a little girl before a, a favourite TV show because you knew, once he found the fun, you knew what was coming. He was going to break the track record. He went on to, 
to do that. Poco Dorado went second, and she was massive, massive in defeat, but just no match for raw and brutal speed that Tornado Tears shows in his races. But in the past 24 hours, there's been a bit of news about... Of course, it broke yesterday morning that there will be some doubt over Tornado Tears um, competing in this Saturday night's Association Cup final due to some issues that come out of his heat run on Saturday night. And thanks to John Brash and Sky Sports Radio's Going Greyhound, let's have a listen to what Rob Britton had to say yesterday. How's he pulled up after after Saturday night? Um, we've got a couple of issues, John, and uh, I've actually flagged it with the stewards this morning. Um, mm. he, uh, he tore a pad off in the run, um, and uh, we'll be treating it and monitoring it during the week. So, um, you know, I'm hoping he can go around in the final, but I'm not... I'm, you know, at this stage, I couldn't tell you one way or the other to tell you the truth. A pad's a, it's a superficial injury, and it won't um, it won't cause any. Um, it's not like a muscle or a bone where you, you just would rule the dog out straight away. So, but again, in saying that, um, it, you don't know how it can affect the performance on the night and. The fact the dog's going to go around at a dollar forty or dollar fifty favourite, that's why I flagged it to the stewards to basically say, well, um, you know, like I'll be making a decision later in the week about whether he goes around or not. So it's drama of the highest order, leading to one of the biggest staying events of the year, being the Association Cup, and with the biggest name in the game, one dollar twenty in this race, in doubt. It's certainly a big story, and I just want to congratulate Rob as well on going public about the situation too, because it would have been easy for him to keep it to himself and not a scratch or not scratch later in the week. And later in the week, but he's opened up about it, and from a transparency point of view, I think that's a fantastic thing. So, what will happen now? Tornado Tears will have a gallop up at Rob's property later this week, either Thursday or Friday. Then Rob's going to make a final call whether Tornado Tears will compete in the Association Cup. This Saturday night, he's going to take no chances as well. So if the dog's not 100%, he won't go around because there's a big couple of months ahead of him. Of course, off the back of this, he will go towards the Speed Star and then the Sandown Cup as well. So big news, but uh, without doubt, later in the week, we'll all be holding our breath for it to break. Exactly, and also uh, launching pad final this Thursday night. It's going to be an outstanding race, this one, as it is year on year. We saw some really good semi-finals. Run last Thursday, Flynn took out the opening one, and I think there was a lot of professionalism about the way this boy uh, won, and Speaking to his trainer, Harry Manalitsis, after the race, he's really trained him to peak in the third week of the series. So that's uh, certainly exciting to hear that. He, uh, semi-final number two taken out by Jaro Bale. And look, he, he had a few favours because he's a strong dog who needs a bit of room. He got that. But he's still going to do the business, and that's exactly what he did. Third semi. Now, this was the most impressive run of the night by far. Lucy's Milo went 29.17, and that's the fastest time we've seen this year at Sandown Park. And he's improved. So much loose his Milo. He used to be a slow beginner who runs on. Now he's got the he's got the start right. He's doing some extraordinary things. And the final semi was taken out by Kurt Lee, who's a greyhound who's not the quickest in the in the final field, but he's certainly got some outstanding early speed. And in terms of how the market has shaped up for the launching pad, we see a Flynn open up the favourite at two dollars forty after drawing Box number one, that's no doubt a very good draw for him. Lucy's Milo, $2.70 after that outstanding performance in semi last week. Then Kurt Lee, $6. Then we move on to Jaro Bale and also to Wittery at $8.50. So, of course, it's a race where we see 
a lot of youngsters that will come out of this series and go on to do some very good things over the next 12 months. So uh, it's going to be intriguing to see how it all plays out. Yeah, definitely. And uh, also, uh, not just the launching pad final on the program, there are consolation races too that uh, do look very strong. They do. Of course, it's a, it's a series where you, you pay $2,000 to, to get involved and there is a lot of opportunity to win prize money. And we get to the, the porty end of it now where we do have the launching pad final on the card. But as you mentioned, uh, two consolations as well, which are, which are pretty strong. We look at the uh, the one that is in the first league of the quarter. We see Red Rock and Seneca go around there. Of course, Kennel Mates, and they look to be the two standouts in that one. The other consolation, we see Max Tractor, Street Outlaw, Cording, and also Western Envoy, who was super strong last week. So the consolations are quite strong. And, of course, uh, another feature race on the car, the Easter Gift, which is a Group 3 event. And it's probably not a, a vintage edition of the race. There's still a, a strong feel. There's no doubt about that. Orson Allen will step out from box number eight. Meets Steiner Paddy, who, of course, he won the Australian Cup, and Neo Cleo, who bounced back to a bit of form for her new trainer, Rob Britton. It's been a bit of a, a juggle for her over the past few months, but uh, good to see her still racing well. So it's going to be an outstanding night of chasing this Thursday night at Sandown. Mm, OK, uh, so that's a lot to look forward to. And uh, the night has built a reputation um, for being a, a massive Easter night too for the kids. Uh, there's a lot happening trackside. There is. We'll be going around again, of course, year on year. The, the Good Friday Eve meeting hosts launching pad and also a massive Easter kids fun night. So family fun, it's, it's all free. There's free entertainment, free Easter egg hunts uh, and always uh, free entry here at Sandown Park. So you're keen to find out more about that one, you can find out at sandowngreyhounds.com.au. Now they're at the boxes at Devonport and uh, of course there's a lot to look forward to on the catching pen tonight. Of course, yeah, big show. We're on the road for this episode as well. We, uh, we'll be from Wentworth Park soaking up the the bars that is Golden Easter Egg Week, and we'll speak to a couple of guests, including Dave Gill, who has Miss Linda Miro in the Easter Egg final. So Peter McDermott, who, of course, is the owner and breeder of that amazing litter that's headed by Poco Dorado, who will step out in the Association Cup. Have trouble with that word uh, today. Association Cup, uh, but it'll be a good show tonight. The catching pen, of course, 7 till 8 p.m. Go racing too. Thanks, Jace. We're now heading to Devonport. Here's race one.